Welcome to the In All Things podcast. Here, we talk about everything from friendship and personalities to contentment and faith. Our goal, to encourage you to seek Christ in all things. Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, Sierra. Let's imagine you're in my living room and dive into real conversation. Hello, everyone. I am very glad that you're here for today's conversation in the midst of your busy, busy lives. We are going to be chatting about busyness today. Have you ever said the words, I am just so busy right now? Have you said them this month? This week? Maybe just today you said it? Life can be really busy sometimes, and it can actually get away from us a little bit. In the past, we have talked about similar topics Um, like my episode in rest, where I talked about the difference between rest and self-care. Or even earlier on, I talked about people-pleasing, and that can also be connected to our busyness. And as I've been thinking about this episode, I've reflected on the seasons where I have been so busy that I've gotten to the point of burning out. And maybe you can reflect on a season that has been similar for you. That's just not healthy. It's not healthy mentally or physically, and a lot of times, it's not healthy spiritually either. However, I'm currently actually in a stretch of time where I am very, very busy, but burnout has not happened, at least not yet, anyway. (laughs) Um, I have not felt tired or sick or stressed. I mean, no more stressed than usual, I should say, but that fact has gotten me thinking a little bit. I know and I have known people who become a little bit catty with their busyness. It's kind of like a trophy to them that they're carrying around saying, I'm so busy. And they bring that trophy out to show everyone in every conversation. They use it to get out of the things that they don't want to do. Or it's like their virtue signaling when they make it a point that they're squeezing in yet another thing to their day because it actually was something that they wanted to do. They also like to compare trophies. Their trophy is bigger and shinier than yours because they are way more busy than you. There are some people that I just cannot talk to about my schedule because their response is going to be, oh, you think you're busy? Wait until this and this and this, like me, because I'm busy. Do you know anyone like this? Or can you be like this sometimes? It sounds a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? Why on earth do we do this? Why do we take pride in our hectic schedules? I think it has a lot to do with our culture. It's not the same if you were to go to a country in the Caribbean where they don't rush at any part of their day. When I lived in Belize for two months, we walked almost everywhere. And I promise I have never walked slower in my entire life than while I was there. We would walk Um, to a neighbor's house, to church, to the store, to a school graduation. And it was like a snail's pace. I mean, imagine how fast you would walk if you let a like freshly toddling one-year-old lead the way. We were not in any hurry ever, even on a busier day, what we would consider a busier day. I thought it was great, honestly. But it's so different than the pace that we live here. Um, And that's why I think that it has to do with our culture. I also think that sometimes it gives us a reason to justify some self-care or a vacation. Like if we're running nonstop, somehow we can earn a break in there. 
That's not how life works. Thankfully, that's not how life works. If you want my unpopular opinions about self-care, you can check out that episode that I mentioned in rest. But no, we don't need to burn ourselves out in order to get some rest. There's a story in Luke 10 that you may have heard before, um, but it really addresses this very thing, being busy. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened up her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all of the preparations that had to be made. And she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord replied, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Now, that story really can fit into multiple topics. It can go into hospitality. It could also fit into people pleasing, the ability to be still, but it also fits into being busy. And I think the most important thing to note in this passage is where it says, but Martha was distracted. You guys, Jesus was literally sitting in her house and she wasn't even with him. Can you even imagine that? My first reaction is like, what the heck was she thinking? But then I remember this was before the Holy Spirit had come to believers. So no, while we don't have Jesus physically sitting in our living room, He is literally within our hearts and our mind through the Holy Spirit. And how often are we still being distracted from Christ? I believe it was Corey Ten Boom who once said, if Satan can't make you bad, he will make you busy. Being busy distracts us from Christ, from serving him, from spending time with him, from building up his church. Two months ago, I was running nonstop. I had a lot going on. I was staying up late. Busy, busy, busy with a lot of different things. And I ended up getting sick. I knew that it was because I wasn't taking care of my body and my mind in the midst of that craziness. So when things, so when weeks come up like the past couple have been for me, I kind of have to wonder what's making the difference. I want you to hear my heart in this because under no circumstances am I trying to come across like I'm perfect and I'm doing everything right. I'll repeat that this is all kind of connecting in my brain after I've thought about this for a little bit. There are three noticeable differences that I can pinpoint between my busy weeks right now versus two months ago. The first difference is that I somehow have had an evening or two scattered within this busy schedule right now to be home and rest. I've gotten to do laundry in those times, watch a show with a friend, um, work on my podcast. I decided a while ago that if I can have at least one evening a week, one evening, and by evening, I mean from the time that I get off work, that I can be busy the rest of the week without getting too tired. Because that one evening gives me about six hours or so to get things done or relax. So if you're able Try to figure out how much time do you need in the week? Maybe it's three hours, two nights a week, you know, or maybe it is one whole Saturday, or maybe it is similar to mine and it's just one evening a week. It really helps. And then try to stick with that. Try to hold that as boundary so you don't get worn out. The second thing that I notice is the things that I'm scheduling are not all 
high energy requiring things. In other words, I'm not constantly driving from point A to B to C for every single item on my calendar. What's on my calendar doesn't end at 10 p.m. so that when I actually get home, I can unwind for an hour or two before my night kind of officially ends. Yes, there are still a few things on my schedule that are high energy, but that's okay. It's just not great to have that nonstop for myself. And that's that's the other thing. Somebody else could have a totally different personality where they're totally fine lasting until 10 p.m. or 11 and driving all over. Again, that's okay. It's just know kind of what your body needs in order to rest. And now the third thing is I'm noticing that I'm filling my time with things that are life-giving and actively serving Christ. I've noticed that just spending time with people that you love, that love you back, um, spending time at your church, serving where you are able to serve, making a family or a friend a meal. Um, a couple weeks ago, I talked about serving. And when you serve, you are building community and you get to feel so blessed to work alongside other believers. And you feel so blessed to be a part of that community. And so here's the main thing that I see as different. Those things aren't distracting me from Christ when I'm doing them. So I guess my point is that we need to ask ourselves what we are filling our time with, the things that we are staying busy with. Do those distract us from Christ? Do those distract us from Jesus? Or do they point us to him? Sometimes there may be things in our schedule that we intended to be pointing us to Christ. Maybe that's why we have it on our schedules in the first place. But maybe that's not working out. I know that I've been a part of serving opportunities in my past where I feel drained. And I think that there were a few things that contributed to that. So if that's the case with you, try to pinpoint why. I've been in a church small group before where they have not pointed me to Christ. And the ensuing drama and emotional energy that occurred ended up distracting me from him. That wasn't our intention, right? The intention of both of those examples were to point me back to Christ. But sometimes we have to step back from those spaces and refocus on the Lord. There's another part in that Luke passage that stood out to me. Martha looks at Jesus and basically tells on her sister. She says, Mary is not helping me. Don't you care that I'm the one doing all of the work? Do something about this. I mean, it just basically sounds like typical sibling rivalry, right? But it reminds me of what I talked about earlier when people compare their schedules to others, almost seemingly trying to win this imaginary competition. Maybe not with our schedules, but in some way, we are all guilty of comparison. But we have got to stop comparing. If I'm called to have a full schedule in a certain season of life, then I need to listen to that. If I start to feel like I'm being burned out and distracted from the Lord, then it is my responsibility to step back. We're all in different seasons of life and we all have different capacities. It doesn't do anybody any good to compare. The fact that I have most of my weeknights filled, that's my decision. And right now, it is a conscious choice that I'm making. If you have most of your weeknights empty, that is your prerogative to do so. 
And it's so hard to not judge others um, based on what they're doing with their time. We, we have different personalities, though. And like I mentioned, we're in different seasons. And there are things that we're all going through behind closed doors. Not only that, but we're all called to different things within our schedule. So while it's hard to not compare and judge, try to understand their side. If you're the busy one, don't judge those who are sitting at home. And if you're the one at home, don't judge the ones who are out and about most nights. Our attention should be on praying for each other that we will all hear the Holy Spirit speak to us in regards to our schedules. Our world is very loud. Our society is very loud. And our schedules can be really loud. But instead of trying to block the noise by ignoring it, try turning down the volume by stepping back from the things distracting you. Because if Satan can get us busy enough with the wrong things, our eyes are no longer fixed on Jesus. Jesus is no longer the center of our attention. 1 Peter 5.8, it says, be, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. It is pretty hard to be alert when our focus is on being to appointments on time, being involved in every after-school activity or every after-work activity that is available to us, or spending every weekend at a birthday party or potlucks with friends. These things are not bad, but I think there are two things that are helpful in this. Spread your commitments out. Do not spread yourself out. And number two is ask yourself, is this going to add distraction to my week? I hope that this was helpful to hear. And I pray that as we enter this upcoming holiday season, which I can't believe is already here, that we will eliminate distractions because we want to focus our attention on Christ and serving him. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining today's conversation. I hope this was an encouraging episode as you continue to walk with the Lord. If it was, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps with the app's algorithm and allows in all things to be accessible to even more people. Share with your friends and give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at In All Things Pod on both of those and visit our website at inallthingspodcast.com. See you next time.